Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Scott Stevens, and with me here is Tavis. Um, I would like to say a couple things first before we get really into this. Thank you for, for tuning in here. Um, I'd like to thank my parents for raising me right. I'm a big Mets fan, and um, I also really like to, I don't know, sing. So I think I'm going to sing Rocket Man. Song. Rocket Man. I'm going to do a little bit of singing to start off the show, and if it's not good, let me know. I want honest feedback from this, Tavis. Rocket Man. It's burning at the speed of women. Yeah, stop. Yeah, that's not okay. So looks like singing is off the docket, Tavis. What what are you going to bring to this podcast? I, I tried my hand at, at something entertaining. So my, as Scott mentioned, my name's Tavis, and I like drinking beer uh-huh. and playing Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah, um, you do like that. Um, and actually, now that I think about it, as as Scott, I I'm actually a huge baseball fan. Like I love baseball. I'm a big sports guy. In fact, I'm trying to get into broadcasting. Um, I'm also like really nice, you know, really sweet guy. Such so something about me. Don't worry, I don't have any compliments about you. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, if you haven't caught on by now, that is not our real names. We did a little switcheroo, so hopefully you're not too confused. Yeah, that's um, Tav. I'm Scott. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully you listen to the actual intro we recorded, just kind of get a feel for what this is going to be about. But expect little goofs like that along the way. You know, we're going to really test just, your listening ability. We're just show. here. We're just here to give y'all a good time <laughs> every Monday for the rest of however long we want to make it on Mondays, <laughs> and it's just going to be a it's going to be a fun way to start your week, and hopefully y'all enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know that is going to be the goal. Is every Monday we're going to post one of these bad boys. Um, so definitely check out the socials. We're going to have all those in the bio. Um, definitely subscribe. You know, hit the bell if you want to get notified. Ding, 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 ding. And um, yeah, we can just get right into it. Let's I, do it. The I think the the reason we named it what we did the very serious podcast is because we're never sarcastic. Never. And everything that we say, we mean. Yep. Um, like in the beginning, where we did this little stupid flip flop that I didn't even tell Scott about before, <laughs> and so he was a little bit lost. It's serious because you don't see you see the news do this all the time. Like, like John or was not John Lennon, um, Don Lemon or whoever the CNN guy is. Yeah. He often with his co-host will try to do something that. Is totally off script to confuse them to make them uncomfortable. For sure. Before they tell you about he succeeded. <laughs> before they tell prepared. you about the last thing that Trump did. It's not um, <clears throat> so the reason I wanted to sing Rocket Man is because we have I'm trying to follow in the in the footsteps of billionaires. Yes. And it seems as if they all want to become Elton John. Yes. Um, and there's a big space race going on right now with Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson. I think Elon's kind of He's sort of in it, but in a different. He's going for a different lane. They're mm-hmm. going for space tourism, right? Instead of, I don't know, trying to colonize Mars. I don't know what you'd call that. Yeah, um, that's just capital. No, Coloniz- colonization. <laughs> colonization. No, come on, yeah. Elon. Why does every white guy have to be a colonizer? <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be some minority group on Mars that's going to have some kind of genocide. We're going to give them smallpox, the dude. Come on, <laughs> we'll give the Martians smallpox. <laughs> God. I can't wait to buy cigarettes from the Martian reservations, though. That's they're going to be cheap, and the gambling is going to be great. Elon <laughs> Musk equals Christopher Columbus. This is going to be the real space tourism. It's is you going to go to the reservation on Mars after we our disgustingness just wipes out their entire population? 
We'll give them blankets and they but give how's us that, space how's, corn. How's that work though? Because we have to wear like oxygen. Spacesuit. Yeah. So we can't even really like infect them or anything because we will just be infecting ourselves. Um. Because it's not like well, we're but we are. We've already we already have like we're vaccinated for yeah, smallpox. Yeah, but we're not going to be able to like breathe on the Martians. Well, eventually we'll have these like big domes and create oxygen so, so you're gonna you're what you're saying is you're gonna do you're gonna meet a martian at the space club where everyone can mingle and you yeah. have to wear a spacesuit then you're gonna bring them back to your to your dome and then to make, my space for my rocket make sweet <laughs> to my <love>. space station <laughs> and fire off your rocket to the aliens do you think it would be regarded in the same vein as is bestiality to have sex with another species if it's an alien if it's a if it's intelligent, do you think people will really like draw that line? This is a question that society is not ready for. I think it would still be kind of weird. It would be 100% weird, but it would definitely be less weird than you having sexual encounters with a goat. Well, but like, okay, take for instance a dolphin. The dolphin's highly intelligent. They can communicate. Um, but yes. you would consider it BCS. 100%. So who's to say dolphins are aliens? That's, you know, we don't you're, know. You're not wrong. But so, that's why I'm saying society has not once thought about having sexual encounters with an alien. We're ready. I'm ready to break some ground here, and let's. I'm sure someone <laughs> has had sexual encounters with a dolphin, which I'm is why sure we frown upon it. Widely, well, it's a pretty big issue. Where in when like in, uh, encounters with dolphins, they will like pseudo rape people because <laughs> they, they're like in their, they're like you're just in the wrong element. Yeah, I remember uh, Chris D'Elia had like the most of his one of his specials was talking about it yeah he just he just kept going over and making his like funny faces it was really good um he's a really stand-up guy oh we, love, we're, we lost a mic we have technical difficulties already that's uh chris's lawyer underneath the table trying to get us to not talk <laughs> about him sorry hey get back there all right <laughs> <laughs> was not a good boy um so so jeff's Jeff is doing Blue Origins, so right. he recently stepped down from Amazon to pursue his real passion, which is copying Elon Musk. Right. <laughs> and um, hey, they're both in Hot Girl Summer together, though. They that they are, that they are. They are. Well, I mean, Jeff Bezos looks. I mean, this is my. This is a very overdone thing, but like, yeah. he looks like a supervillain. The ball, the sunglasses, the tight shirts. Um, the weirdly phallic rocket, like yeah. He well, let's see if I can actually rocket. pull up and that, let's take a look at the <laughs> the Blue Origin rocket. It, you know, it's oh, okay. Wait, could you pull up at the same time? Let's get a comparison with we Richard Branson's. This. For a school assignment, I had to read Richard Branson's book, and God, is he pretentious? He. <laughs> It's like the, uh, in that like Bo Burnham special where he talks about like just because you're self-aware doesn't mean – or maybe it's some, something – sometimes Bo Burnham has said this. Just because you're self-aware doesn't make you – doesn't make it any better. Mm-hmm. Um, but his he keeps on like preempting you with like, oh, I don't mean to name drop, but when I was with the Obamas. Yeah. It's like, Christ, like you're a billionaire and you're trying to like get people to be right. jealous. It's yeah, like, exactly. Is the, but yeah, here's – Here's the rocket. You can see it that has like 100%. a one hundred percent. All it's missing is two Dude, like look at orbs at the bottom. There. That one looks exactly <laughs> like a penis. <laughs> oh, Jeff! But this He's is lonely. the this is the Virgin one. What's Jeff come out as by? Maybe. Oh, the Virgin one looks like a plane. It's just well, a plane. 
the thing also Richard Branson is the most unimaginative man as he names everything virgin yeah well don't they have didn't they have an airline for for a little bit yeah he has yeah. I think it's it's still a thing he's yeah. like let's let's this is the we're googling stuff and you listen podcast hope you guys enjoy <laughs> companies he he always names them virgin the virgin airlines uh he has oh boy okay he has virgin mail <laughs> He has uh, Virgin Books, Virgin Video. Do you think... You know, it's the, like if, if it was Amazon Rockets, we wouldn't bat an eye, but Virgin feels a little weird. Here, here's, here's my theory. Okay, let's hear it. Richard Branson is a virgin. Oh. So instead of... Uh, he's, instead like a, of he's like a Mary Magdalene where he has kids, but he's also a virgin. Right, exactly. He's a born-again virgin. Exactly. So instead of calling his company Branson like his last name yeah. he's just like what else identifies to me and he's like Virgin maybe so he, he just, named his entire shit Virgin <laughs> maybe he's just obsessed with virgins <laughs> <laughs> but not not like hot young girls like that are like 18 and virgins it's, it's like 40 or 30 year old hey, men who are virgins hey. that's I think that's who he wrote that book for because that's who would be impressed by <laughs> you meeting the Obamas <laughs> like shut the fuck up dude no one cares <laughs> The Good book was read. the most repetitive. I, let me look what it. Let me. Okay, <laughs> this is so bad. We're looking at. I shouldn't have. Don't to worry. We will edit. We will edit in the photos of for our YouTube fans. We will oh, edit yeah, in the yeah, photos definitely. of these planes, and you will see yeah, why. You can, I mean, you could also pull this up. But, you know, I don't know what you're doing while you're listening to this. Hopefully, hopefully it's something good. You know. <clears throat> okay. Wait. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, okay, he has, well, he has a lot of books, Unsub, unshockingly, well, one of them is Losing My Virginity, his very first one. Hey, that came out the year I was born. Well, and nine maybe, months earlier. Maybe he um, took my virginity. Maybe. <laughs> Richard, I mean, he is what a British billionaire should look like, though. At least he looks like a billionaire, the long, blondish, yeah. like, or platinum blonde hair. God, why can't I find the... He looks to me a little bit like um, what's that famous guy, guy from the movies that we just watched? The Great Lebowski, Big Lebowski, Jeff oh. Bridges. Oh yeah, he does look the yeah 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 he does. Now the, and you didn't like the Big Lebowski. I, I did not. Like I enjoyed the Big it. Lebowski. It's a little, it was a little artsy at points. It I think just it, went on. It was too, for I mean, way too, too long. It was almost three hours. It just went on for too long, and the the ending was very anticlimactic yeah they definitely did the storytelling was very interesting it was funny there's a lot of points where i was like oh that's that's good that's funny but this then, is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass <laughs> but it was so did weird john, i have not seen other than like monsters inc i've not seen john goodman like other yeah. than just in voiceover i've never seen him really in any other movie maybe maybe one other one but he was like grossly fat he was it. an interesting character he, <laughs> he was I really liked it because I think it really captured like what was it the nineties? Yeah, I think it really did capture that. No, yeah, you're definitely right. Yeah, no, and folks, that's something you're gonna have to get used to on this show. Me being right and Scott having to admit it. Yeah, see, most of them are he's in Cars, the B movie, Monsters Inc., like uh, Princess and the Frog. He's a lot in the of Hangover Part Three. <laughs> it's it's the classic insult of you've a, a face for radio. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He oh my god why can't I find that book though? 
It's all right. We can move along. It's going to bother me. I'll think about it. I'll think of it later. But yeah, so Richard Branson just launched himself 53 miles into space and had a message to all the kids out there. So this one goes straight to you, kids. He's like, to all you kids out there, I was once a child with a dream looking up to the stars. Now I'm an adult in a spaceship, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) If we could do this, just imagine what you could do. This is... This is such a horse, horseshit <laughs> thing to feed the kids, this idea that you can do anything. Yeah. It's not even realistic at all. It's setting yourself up for disappointment. Like, your whole life you're told, like, anything you can make, anything you can dream of, you can make happen. That's, like, not realistic at all. You should pursue your dreams. Yes. But, but not, not be blind to the fact that, you know... Maybe it might not happen. Most, most people don't fulfill their yeah. dreams, Richard. Hey, Richard, most people aren't a billionaire <laughs> yeah like i agree that like, you should like build the youth up build up a foundation like tell them oh yeah you want to go to college go to college you want to do this do that but you like should say hey you're gonna make a great plumber jimmy like don't tell him he's gonna <laughs> but like fly I, to the moon. I saw a really funny like meme the other day that was yeah. like the funny the uh the worst part about a four-year degree is is when you end up working at a restaurant and it just hit me straight in the nards because i was just like jesus christ that's exactly what happened to me. <laughs> that's exactly what you're doing yeah. hey but your restaurant's cool it is we got free beer today so cheers we're, and we're happy about that we yeah i have a feeling this podcast is going to slowly devolve into us trying different beers yes we should do that for an episode. That would be fun. Just and that's another thing. Like we want feedback. Where if you don't want to just see us sitting here shooting the shit like we're doing right now, like give us, help us out with some ideas. I mean, obviously we'll get into. Obviously, don't. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's gonna go ahead and he's gonna tell you that you you control the show. It's a choose your own adventure. Let me back that up a little bit. You you listen. We talk. Okay. <laughs> Let's not get anything wrong here. We're gonna come up with the topic. One hundred percent. And if and if we like your feedback. Or if you pay us money, we will talk about what you guys want to hear. Exactly, you're being... right. You're right, but we have to show flexibility to have. It's part about it's it's part of growth. Well, that's the relationship. Right? I wear the pants in this relationship. Yes. You're the flexible one. This is true. Exactly. That's why yes. it works I'm the well. I'm the jerk off. You're the good cop. I'm the bad cop. But what would you do? Like, <clears throat> is is that at all? Like, it can't be every like it can't be a common goal to be like. I like look, oh let me go look at the stars. I want to be up there. Well, also it's like your your house is burning. There's rot in the basement and you're like, "God, I want a new car." Yeah. God, I want to go fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, I want to go quick. <laughs> like the the state of the earth right now, it's not great. Scientists yeah. are predict, predicting like very soon. Yeah. You know, we'll, I mean, we're seeing the signs of it now. We're seeing record highs in Canada. We're seeing, you know, the ocean on on fire, literally. Yeah. And the billionaires are playing a game of race with with extremely expensive assets. And like, sure, I get it's it's a what what was the the quote of like one small step for man, one giant leap yeah, for mankind. Right, right, yeah, right. sure, sure. Yeah, not when it's a, an amusement park. Yeah, exactly. On, in, on the moon, like, who, who is that helping? <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm just, and I know they're going to, I'm sure there's some defense and I'm sure, yes, we need to like, you know, as a, as a species, we should look to expand to survive, but it feels like a extremely, like I'm, I'm somewhat okay with what Elon's doing because at least, yes, he's trying to colonize. He's not just doing it as like a money grab, but here's, I think why these billionaires are doing this. 
because in the history books, like you know of Rockefeller, you know of like Ford or whatever, because they have like lasting things that were like brand new. But like, sure Jeff is going to be like well known because he'll be he'll have been the richest man, and sure Branson, you know, a lot of people know. I mean, before this, you didn't even know him. But like, yeah. as far as legacy goes, being someone who explores space is a great way to cement your legacy, mm-hmm. which. I don't think is a very productive use of funds. What do you think? No, not at all. And I agree with you. And I think it's like <clears throat> almost kind of comical how much it kind of coincides with like the way some of, I mean, we're, I don't want to get all capitalistic here, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're literally messing with all these things and there's people that are like Oregon last Oregon and Washington last like two weeks had been under like over a hundred degree days. And like, that's the highs that it had been for like ever, like ever yeah. heat in the summer in Oregon and Washington, like and by, yeah. by a significant amount. Well, like the, the fact that they're doing this with the money that they've not paid in taxes by finding like corporate loopholes exactly. and, and yeah. lo- uh, lobbying the government, you know, it's just, yeah. it's a fun world we live in where the billionaires truly get to just do as they please. Right. And there's not a lot of consequences for you when you're that rich. Yeah, it's it's pretty trash. But I mean, that like, being good, said, though, good for them. Good, yay! You know what? It's going to be a look. Looks like here they're develop, They're estimating it'll be a three billion annual tourism Jeez. market from a decade from now. For for who? Yeah, who is going to be able to afford? <laughs> it's going to be like them and their six friends just getting drunk <laughs> and taking trips on the ride. I feel like man, the Earth looks good from up here. Right? We can't see anything. Also. Maybe an unpopular opinion about music, amusement parks. Purely, purely, the rides are only fun because of the motion. Yeah. Like the feeling. It's like you get the little like drop in your stomach. Right. I don't think I would care that much to look down and see the earth. Like there's pictures I don't. I, I wouldn't like it. The, the, to me, the risk reward is not there. Yeah. Like I, I'd rather just see a satellite image from the comfort of my house <laughs> yeah. with, with whatever millions of dollars still in yeah. my pocket i think it would be cool to like feel what zero gravity feels like you know what i mean and like be like oh, oh, whoa, look, oh look, look, who's, look who's getting bought over by the no but like listen <laughs> like i could go and find a zero gravity machine or somewhere that does it like a space yeah. center yeah not yeah. a space center like a science center and do it there and just be like whoa and then be like oh, okay that was cool let me go walk home like, just like <laughs> yeah i don't need to sit in zero gravity and with it be it pay billions of dollars. Yeah, I've been to an aviation museum. I've had the dry ice cream. I don't need to go to space. I don't need to wait. Okay. I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently you Oh well, no. Okay. Let me let me back up. So apparently it's impossible to come in space. Another thing is NASA has said that no one has ever had sex in space. Now, we can kind of gloss over the come one. I know it's kinda of gross, but do you, what are the odds that that's actually true? I don't know, honestly. Like I've, I have no knowledge on how difficult or or whatnot it is to to do. But I mean, I think that's another interesting motive behind these now single billionaires in, in creating. I, I mean, I guess Richard Branson's not single, but like Jeff Bezos is now single. Elon Musk is now single. They're all. Making, Wait, him and Grimes aren't together anymore. Who? Elon and Grimes? Uh, I mean, like... I mean, she's doing some... She might be going batshit crazy. She's doing, like... I thought they I thought they got divorced. Okay. Well, I'm pretty we'll... sure they got divorced. Um, and anyway, that would be a motive to why they're trying to 
lure people up into their space spaceships to be the first men to fornicate in space. Okay, I was actually wrong. It is possible to come in space. Um, but someone on Quora asks, would it be possible to use the semen as a form of, um, as like a rocket, like a, a well, to project yourself, to propel, that's the word I'm thinking of. When in space, if you ejaculate, <laughs> does it push you backwards? <laughs> Wait, okay. Oh, what's the, what are the, what's the space movie? Is it, um, with, uh, is it Jennifer, An- no, it's, no, maybe it is Jennifer Aniston. Um, gravity? Gravity. Gravity or Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And they're like, she's like spinning for yeah. forever. Yeah. What is it? Is it gravity? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think. To get yourself back to the spaceship, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> we can make it, you have to piss. <laughs> you have to get, get yourself out into space and then piss and then the, the propulsion will get you back to the ship. Yeah. The ship. It, it was gravity, but that was, <laughs> that was so I, fucked up. I consider a rewrite. Yeah, please. How about this? Just Especially fart. with George Clooney. George. <laughs> I wouldn't see him. In a world lost in space, no one to save her. Sandra had one option. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, NASA does say no humans have had sex in space. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I don't, I, There's nothing I but speculation of, to, to suggest otherwise, though, Taft. Come on. Says SpaceX is serious business. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I don't know if it would be really that satisfying. I feel like a lot of the reason it's nice is because of gravity and friction, which you have only one of those components. You know, like oh, yeah. Well, really, anything in space. I think people don't realize. Like, I think it's like, once it's a nine-month voyage to go to Mars. Yeah. The like. The loss of feeling things, like the weight of things, you can't like pick something up and feel a weight. I think you would miss that. Yeah. I think as, as annoying as gravity can be at times, I think you would eventually start to miss that. That's <clears> fair. Like to pick up your favorite, like pick up a book and you have like the weight of the book or like food or like mm-hmm. things like that. I think that's one thing that people don't want to, you know, maybe want to talk about or, or maybe here's an issue that Jeff maybe hasn't thought of. Um, it's going to be very difficult to eat well in space. Like, there's no cows in space. So, sure, like, maybe it's the only option for mankind, but <laughs> if I can't have a McRib, what's <laughs> the dis- worst sandwich? What are we saving? That's the worst sandwich. Who are we saving if we're not saving the McRib? I cannot believe you went for the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> no, Popeyes is making um, chicken nuggets. Hey, and no everyone free, on Twitter is no, having an absolute heyday. No free ads, please. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> a, a a certain man who enjoys his spinach. <laughs> if he were to create a restaurant, that restaurant would have then created chicken, chicken nuggets, nuggets after one of the better chicken sandwiches. Do you say there was a, a, a chicken wing sword shortage? No, I didn't. I've always that. thought that's there's it's kind just, of insane. Let's say you get like ten wings. Yeah, that's. Five chickens. Yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely like the movement is away from wings. Wings and like the brutally farming of chickens and cows and like all that stuff. I feel like if there's any movement at all in the meat industry, it's away from like mass producing chickens, killing a million chickens a day. Like that's just a lot. 
You haven't had those chicken nuggets, though. <laughs> I want to say this before you go all vegan on me. No, I want like, you to try one of those. That's just that's just a fact. It's not an opinion. Look, look. Let's not get on our high horse here. We're on Apple computers made by children, <laughs> wearing shoes sewn by children. Yes. And the you, world you, is run by pedophile billionaires. You're absolutely. We right. can enjoy our chicken. You can. You're like you're the people who are telling me to shut off. You know, take shorter showers. And then Exxon is then starting a fire in the ocean. You're taking pretty short showers, actually. I've been impressed with your shower time. Oh, thank you. Now okay. that we live across the hall. Um, but anyway, no, I, um, I, I agree with you. You're you're right. Your 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 logic is sound, but you also like our my logic is also sound. <laughs> your logic is good. Now wait. Now now, here's a here's a fun concept. Let's let's try this. So, if if we were in space and you did get to only bring one thing with you into space, what would you bring? Mm. It's your, your nine-month voyage. Um, I don't know. I'm, uh, bringing, I'm bringing two chickens. And I'm going to make... So I'm going to be, become the... I'm going to make a monopoly... <laughs> on chickens on Mars. Fair enough. How do you know they're going to be able to survive? Well, but if your chickens die, then I have. Are you set with only bringing just two? Because if one dies, you're fucked. Well, then, then I you have, have to fuck. The I, then I have a pet and dinner if one of them dies. <laughs> <laughs> but then you can't you can't produce more chickens. You'd have to fuck the chickens. I, well, I'm not gonna. We we've talked. We already talked about bestiality. I'm not gonna fuck the chickens. <laughs> No, in the hopes that it will create some kind of chicken-human hybrid that tastes equally as good. You can like create the mascot from Al's Toy Barn from Toy Story, <laughs> the guy that just runs around in the chicken suit. Oh yeah, gets a nightmare. What's, what's the? He's like, I gotta go to work yeah. on a Saturday, and he drives across the street. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Pixar, yeah, Pixar's they make some good stuff. But yeah, anyway, from. The fight to space for are are we are we good to close the book on the space tourism industry? Yeah, I think I've said my piece. It's pretty it's pretty crazy. I mean, just nuts how they're able to have that much money pour all of it into going to space and bringing other people to space. Like kudos to them, but it's kind of fucked. Um, but <laughs> other than fighting for bringing people to space, UFC had a pretty big oh yeah fight card this weekend. Yeah, yeah. What, um, what what was that? Was that 270? 264. 264. I want to pull it up so we can go over the fights. and. Um, it was really good for the first however many fights there were. Yeah. So we have, I mean, first we'll just start off with, the, we'll just do the main card. So yeah. we had Sean O'Malley versus Chris, was it Mo, Ma, Motino? Motino. And I don't think anyone really expected this to go the way that it did. I think yeah. we all assumed that Sean was going to put in put his lights out. But the kid is a green punching bag. <laughs> just a green zombie. <laughs> a zombie. That was that was one of the most crazy things I've seen in a UFC card. Like leg breaks aside, aha aha. Like that guy took the most punishment single-handedly without dealing any to the other person without being knocked out I've ever seen. Dude, the only thing I've seen get beaten more is my meat i mean truly <laughs> yeah exactly the guy right. took punches yeah i mean he would make he'd make any lifetime bag proud yeah. of the beating he took i but, mean just like 
Well, the thing was so incredible is that usually, yeah, you'll last. Like, people who last who lose in the way that he did yeah. are usually on their heels the entire yeah. fight. And they're just getting punched around the ring. Yeah. Not this guy. Yeah. And and I think, like, a lot of people, because it did end in, like, uh, TKO in, in, the, in the third round because... Yeah. Uh, Herb Dean stepped in and was like, "This kid's been through enough." And I think a lot of people at the very, at like the very jump of that decision were like, "What? Like he was still there? Like he was still standing? He was still like very clearly present?" I'm not sure how, but he was still like present. And then, but then, like I think after you thought about it for like five minutes, everyone was just like, "Yeah, he probably had been punched in the face enough." Like <laughs> that's the thing with UFC fans, though, is that. A lot of them don't come to that realization. They're yeah. like, let him die in there. Yeah. I paid $75. Let him die. Yeah. What are you doing? Stopping my fun. They become like like Roman magistrates right. at the Colosseum. Yeah. Like doing whatever the thumbs yeah, up, the thumbs, thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. Like, let him die. They were definitely giving the thumbs down to that dude. Bring me more wine. Yeah. The but child may die. But then there was a couple good knockouts. Irene Aldana had a big knockout in the Bantamweight division. Tied to Ivasa with the Shoeys, man. What a guy. Heavyweight, first-round knockout. It's a little, little like, backstory to the Shoey that he actually had. So um, if you're familiar with Nelk and, like, Steve will do it, mm-hmm. they have a, a, a seltzer company called Happy Dad. And so I, I watched their video leading up to the fight because they had this, like, thing about Addison, right? And I was curious about it. But so – Dana makes made them custom like Jordans with their like new alcohol brand, and that shoe that he was doing that was one of those custom Jordans. Damn, and I didn't like put two and two together until I watched that video. Yeah, but that's God, crazy. that is a gross celebration. Well, dude, there's also a guy in the because Dustin Poirier is famous for having like his hot sauce brand. Yeah, someone someone handed Ty the the guy that does the shoeies a shoe, poured beer in it, but then like right before he handed the shoe to him dumped a little bit of hot sauce in it and so the guy this poor dude's doing a shoey he's like enjoying it enjoying it enjoying it and then all of a sudden he gets blasted by the hot sauce and he's just like oh what was that no no respect no disrespect to him but his shoey is mostly just pouring down the front of his shirt that's that's would you rather drink all of it out of the shoe or pour half it down your throat oh i think i think i would just do the symbolic like have my mouth open and just let it all go yeah 100 anyone else's foot it was well the the one that they did the hot sauce in was one of those like like man boots yeah i don't know how to describe them like the chelsea boots yeah and you those things lock in yeah sweat yeah like it's disgusting that was mostly like human yeah sweat and we sweat enough between the two of us that no one should ever do a shoey out of one oh of our my shoes. God, no um, um i would say the the well and it was always it's really nice to see greg hardy get knocked out um, <laughs> yeah the, we didn't learn until after the fight he's like a domestic abuser so it was you know nice to see him get a little abuse of his own <laughs> uh and then gilbert bird steven thompson was a snooze Went three rounds to a decision. Gilbert Burns really couldn't lose again. Or For else like, he was... when do they stop calling him Wonder Boy? He's a man. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He does not look like a boy anymore. How about Wonder Man? Yeah. That doesn't have the same ring to no, it. No, it doesn't. No. But but you're right. Wonder Boy's kind of a soft nickname. Well, the thing with like being, like I, the UFC has completely gone away from karate. Like karate is no longer yeah. any kind of part of it. Um because I think we've all discovered that karate's dumb. Like, if you if you if you're someone who did karate as a kid, any competent person in like mixed martial arts could kick your ass. Right. I love that he is. I guess he's is a kickboxing, but isn't it? It's like a karate style. Yeah, he's 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 labeled as a karate fighter for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
And he went up against a guy, Gilbert Burns, who couldn't lose again. He just got knocked out pretty bad by uh, Uzman, the champion. And he's he's supposed to be, like, the number two guy in the division. But... So, like, who thought karate was that good? Like, yeah. who could, I could have told you that <laughs> chopping things with your hand was worse than punching. But hear me out. If you go, yeah, hard enough, <laughs> they go night-night. <laughs> I, here. I love the Kung Fu Panda movies. Jack Black was amazing. <laughs> This is what karate and samurai movies are cool. I guess they don't even do karate in samurai. Yeah. And and the Karate Kid, the Karate Kid reboot though, felt Forced. felt like putting on like your wedding dress and it doesn't fit anymore. Exactly. Like, those yeah. days, your glory days are gone. I 100 percent agree with that. Um, and then obviously the, the final, um, yeah. Dustin and Connor. Now I think we kind of differ on the decision here. Um, I personally, I don't think that Dustin like he won it, but I don't think he really want it i mean yeah. the same way if we were racing and like my shoe like or we were racing cars and my like engine blew up yeah like sure you you technically beat me but did you actually beat me in a fair fight probably not yeah i mean i think i've seen a couple of different videos on when people like people would slow down videos of connor's kicks and do you and think was he like right that. uh there's one that like really i i wonder if i can find it here um I, there's one that i really which is like whoa because his sh- like whole shin bends around his thigh, um, so and maybe maybe he wasn't lying. But uh, but even still, like that's still a doctor stoppage. Like he's correct, um, and like that's why Connor couldn't continue. It's not like Dustin knocked him out or anything like that. Like it's not like yeah. Well, then and I also saw afterwards like all of the judges' scorecards for that round were ten eight, which I was very surprised by. I didn't like that, um, but. But I'm um, here. Let me try and find this real quick. And let me, let me like, okay. The thing is, I like to read the comments or the replies on Twitter. And so there's a yeah. lot of people like in Dustin's corner. Um, now, granted, Connor's kind of lost his mind after the fight. He's, he's calling him names. He's like trying to still bring up that like wife in his DMs thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that's kind of what Connor does, though. That's what you get with Connor. Um, what I thought was fairly like, it, like I was honestly shocked at this. The 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 fighter payouts for that, yeah, were very drastically in Connor's favor. Yeah, it was five five point one million to Dustin. Yeah, twenty three million to Connor. Yeah, no one else even comes to half a million. Yeah, and I mean that's like why, that's why everyone's just like that's why Connor when he says like oh you like signed the you're set for life when you fight me is because. He makes twenty three million. Dustin <laughs> Dustin's now made ten million in the, uh, in the next in this year because he fought him twice. Um, but here, look at this. It's uh, oh yeah, this okay. So he like it kicks him. It's gonna pause for a split second, and then once it goes again, like mm-hmm. watch the shin. See it bend right there. Oh yeah, it flex a bit. So um, that's what people are kind of also saying. That, that was but not that a wasn't check. a check. No, that wasn't a check. That, that was... would just be something to and and I think. Um. Yeah, it doesn't say when in the fight that was, but that was. Well, I think my fundamental reasons for liking Connor, I think, are maybe a little bit unorthodox. I like him because he's an asshole. Yeah, and like I know he has the sexual assault allegations, and I look, I read a little bit about him. It doesn't seem like they have a ton of evidence, but obviously, you know, maybe like I'm not going to rule either way on that. But I'm talking about him as just the way he interacts in the UFC way he talks to people the way he, he is the definition of an entertainer yeah. and he has made the sport of ufc so i don't 100%. see how you can't at least root for the guy 
to have a recovery to have some like I just like seeing him fight. Yeah, I, I think he will fight again. I don't think he'll fight Poirier right away again. And, and I think that's what a lot of people want to see. And I don't think he necessarily deserves it right now just because he hasn't won a fight. since He's won one fight against a really washed up dude um, in, in Cowboy Cerrone since 2016. The fuck um, are you talking about, <laughs> P-Head? But, uh, but like, I want I want to see the next fight I want to see from Connor is him against Nate Diaz because I think if you find the right weight for that, like, I think that would be just an absolute banger. And just you saw Nate Diaz in his last fight go against Leon Edwards, who's literally one of the best welterweights in the world, and went toe for toe with him, almost knocking him out in the last round. That was an insane fight, and I just think like those like Connor barely won the decision against Nate Diaz to to even be 1-1 with him. And so I think it's just really interesting, and I want to see that one next. Also, I think that one, the shit talk, is going to be exquisite. Which 100%. I, for. I wanted to play a voice recording that Connor had released before the fight for you guys because I thought it was it's pretty, it's pretty good. Dustin. Coming for you, P. Head. Oh, wait, did I miss the last part? I want to hear the last part. Silly hillbilly. Silly hillbilly. Silly hillbilly. But, I mean, like, yeah, he 100% has, like, changed the game and that. But he, like, I've seen a lot of people also come out on, on that aspect of things and say, like, it didn't seem as genuine this time around because he was so nice the first, this yeah. is the second time that they fought. And now it's just like, oh, well, why do you have to now go and be the asshole once again and it almost felt like he was trying to like build himself up by shit talking dustin and like it didn't really seem as genuine to me this time around but he's second to none in the ability to just absolutely like make you hate everything about i put him up here with one of the most funny people of all time i I find him hilarious his interview with Stephen a was genuinely funny i mean a lot of guys are Super corny when they have their pre-fight interviews or, yeah. their, or their interview. They're just like, "Yo, I'm gonna kick his ass. I'm gonna beat his ass." You know, he doesn't know what's coming for him. Yeah. But, but Connor, Connor is elegant in the way that he shit talks, and his accent, <laughs> calling him a p, like he just has a way about him, and that he's dressed in a three-piece suit, looking dapper down, yeah. and he's and he's there to talk some shit, and I just don't see how you can't love that. That so, is to me, that's the bravado of fighting. He is a fighter. So what happens when Jake Paul beats Tyron Woodley in this one, and then all of a sudden Jake Paul is just Conor McGregor times two? The thing is, he's not as good at it though. He's not. There's a, a lot of people that would say he's better than him. At the shit talk. Yeah. Well, I mean, but he does it in like a frap. It's like a frat boy shit talk compared to. What yeah, because Connor does, because there's is. a lot of people that also have said like. If Connor keeps losing, there's only going to be celebrity boxing things for Connor to do, and so that would be something that Connor would have to eventually entertain if Jake Paul keeps beating MMA guys. I I don't think that's I think that fight's interesting simply because of the size difference. I don't necessarily think that it would be well, that. Connor Connor would freaking destroy him. You'd hope. You would hope. <laughs> Connor. I mean, Connor McGregor went eight, like what was it eight. Eight Maybe rounds nine, or, rounds eight, eight with, nine rounds with, yeah, uh, with, with. with Floyd Mayweather, who when that was a Floyd Mayweather that was trying, not a Floyd Mayweather that wasn't trying against Logan Paul. But uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, boxing is just hugging. So yeah, I, I don't. Boxing I don't sucks. put a lot of stock into it. Boxing does blow. But anyway, it was an awesome. It was an awesome pay per view. It sucked to see Connor get hurt. I really think Dustin was gonna keep beating him. <laughs> Maybe we disagree on that, but uh, but no, I I I really like Dustin Poirier. I think he's a he's a really genuine guy. I think he just really goes in there he's often said that he doesn't like doing it he just he doesn't like he likes the fighting he doesn't like the circus that goes around it of of the media of all of those things of of us yahoos over here talking about him and and all that good stuff but yes uh, he's he's we're part of the the media now this is a media show he's damn good at at what he does and he's earned his his right to go fight Oliveira for the belt i yes yes he deserves he deserves to go fight the, the brazilian also, <clears throat> if you get offended at any point, like the only and only way to combat Connor's shit talking is to shit talk even more. And he did that kind of yeah. at a point where he, you know, talked well, about the last fight. Well, he had the one liner of the press conference of, of when someone asked why Connor was being mean this time around, whether well, he's nice the, the first time. He's like, because yeah. I, <laughs> Justin just tried it. He goes, because I knocked his ass out. It was just like, not McGregor fast, McGregor sleep. And I lost it. That was hilarious. But I, I see what you're coming, where you're coming from. Yeah, the, the moment you, you bow in and you start talking about like, he said, I can't believe he said he was going to kill me. I can't believe he said, you yeah. know, you don't say that about it. It's like, well, dude, that's your, this is the, this is the show. Like, yeah, welcome I, to the, welcome to what this is. This I, is why people tune in. This is why you got paid $5 million. Is I disagree a he little said bit. He was I don't kill think, you. I don't think it's, I think when you mention like, cause he, Connor's literally like, I'm going to put you in a coffin for, for using my kindness as a, as a and like insulting me because I was kind to you the second time around. I I think that's fucked up. Like you just that would be like if we were gonna go fight in the street and be like, I'm literally not going to stop until I kill you. Like that's that's literally like not within like there's no one single person that's died in the UFC octagon. I'll, let me let me say this. There is nothing in this world that will open more wallets for the pay per views than Connor saying he's gonna try and kill someone. But like <laughs> so that's not you can what say the you're going to kill me is. And fuck my bo- my dead body. But that's not if what the I get point paid of five arts is. million dollars. I don't care. This is like a, this is the side. This is why. This is the this is a the the fight within the fight. This is the greater fight. I think. I just think in the public murder guy. murder is not mixed martial arts. I get yes. I get te- yes. You shouldn't tell people you're gonna kill them. Yes, you shouldn't hit your sister. But <laughs> if you want people to tune in, you have to be willing to step on some toes and make some un. Totally impossible. I'm just gonna say experience. I would have, I would have 100% tuned in if Connor didn't say he was gonna kill him. Yeah, but this is why Connor is who he is. Is because he's willing. He's taught. He does this. He does this every time. Yeah, but and that's why he'll. He's remain, the hot mess that you tune into. He's the hot mess that keeps you coming back for more. But that's why he'll remain semi-relevant, even though he can't ever win another fight. And and he'll become rich doing that. He's already rich. <laughs> he'll become richer doing that. But yeah. I, I think to that is another funny that is another interesting aspect of it. Like, is he too rich? Does he not care enough about the training? He's only thirty one. I mean, he, he talked a lot about like how his family was there, and it was hard to kind of be, or the, the last fight it was hard to be a dad and then also be, you know, a killer yeah. when he needed to be. I just think like he's he's changed training camp so many times. He doesn't ever. He's not with the same team that he was when he was champ champ. All of those things like he. I don't think he trains as hard. I don't think 
I hear what you're saying. He did say like it's really hard to like on his off days aren't really off days because he have to, has to deal with his family and his kids. The, the shame of that. <laughs> He's like the. I just want to be. I just want to be a deadbeat dad. Why yeah. can't I be? I gotta yeah. take care of my fucking kids. But like he makes a shit ton of money off of his whiskey company. He does all of that stuff. He's a businessman. He said that norm, numerous times. Um, but I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Conor McGregor. Uh, he's definitely not done yet, but he needs to win a fight. I think he needs to win his next one, for sure. I'll say I'll, this will be my final piece about it. I think his what he does does become diluted quite a bit when he stops winning. The shit talking becomes yeah. more annoying and less relevant. The if you're not winning when right. he was when he was a, oh 100%. when he had both belts and he was telling people I'm yeah. going to make you rich. I'm but gonna, that's like, when he make, went batshit crazy. Yeah. I, that is when it. This is when it. The be, the shit talking is the best when yeah. you can back it. up. One hundred percent, you have to back it up. So, so as long as he is able to at least occasionally back it up, I'm willing. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, but I think, yeah, if he starts to lose and it just starts to take bullshit celebrity fights yeah. as like a cash grab, I think at that point I'll I'll still watch, but <laughs> yeah. probably not. Like I won't pay for it. Yeah, um, there's there's like my prediction is he's <clears throat> gonna fight again. Against like a Cowboy Cerrone, where he knows he's gonna win, yeah, and, and it'll, it'll it's really... not gonna be a main event. It's gonna be like a co-main event. It'll be his first like co-main event since God knows when. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and and we, I mean, we'll keep talking about this forever if we if we stop. But yeah. he'll yeah. As long as they're booking him on, as long as they're giving him main events, like. He'll keep doing the thing he's doing. Yeah. He'll keep and switching. he's a, and it's he also like serious. he just... makes so much more money than anyone else in the UFC. Like yeah. from that, like twenty three million. Jeez, Louise. Also, I in in from what I've seen from Connor, I think he will not take if he's not on the main card. If he's not at least co-maining right. yeah. a fight, I don't see him. Yeah, he'll just say cool. And I'm, that's like the I'll first thing. He, that's like the first thing he tweeted after um, after the after he was out of surgery or whatever. Or after the fight, he was like you all need someone like me or something like that. And I was just like, all right, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Props out to Joe Rogan for getting the interview while he was shitting. Jeez, dude, that was unreal. <laughs> while that was he was on the, the fucking stretcher. Literally, literally insane. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm getting a little hungry here. It's getting near dinner time. Um, I want to talk to you. Maybe this would be a good way to yeah. kind of wrap up this first episode. and just kind of get your opinion on Tipping with an iPad. So you like you pay, and uh-huh. this will be at like, this is kind of like the new trendy thing they have, like the square. Yeah. Um, whether or not it's a food truck or just just some restaurants now, mm-hmm. some like places you go get cookies or whatever, like right. crumble, and you go in there and you pay on the iPad. You select the tip amount, um, and the, the the way that's always set up is you they turn the iPad around, shove it in your face, yeah. and always it's selected is like twenty five percent tip. Yeah. And then the options are. 20, 25, 30%, yeah. and then no tip. Yeah. And no tip's like off to the side, like as like an afterthought. And you have to like look the person who's who you're who's going to be putting your food together in the <laughs> yeah. eye and click whatever you think they will deserve. Yeah. yeah, I so it's tough because I've now recently started working in the brilliant restaurant <laughs> industry. Yeah. Um and and so that's how like when people are done with their tab or whatever you would so they'll just hand them the ipad and and it'll have those prompts as well but i, I think there's a big difference in that when we literally wait on them they we give them drinks food 
all of those things. Like it's, it's still a service. Like if you're offering me a service other than scooping me ice cream, which I could do in three seconds as well. Like, yeah, then, then I'm not going to tip my ice cream scooper <laughs> but like also the I, concept of tipping before you've even performed the service yeah is nuts to me because yeah. i don't know what kind of service like exactly sure was the order easy to get like sure it's if you can't if if the ordering process was difficult you don't deserve a tip at all so like yeah. if that's what you're predicating it on is how you're treated while yeah. you're telling them which one you wanted and like i won't there's often times where i don't even tip when i do like takeout from a restaurant like what did you like are you am i tipping the cook is that what i'm t- oh, no i'm tipping the host that got it from the bag carried it from <laughs> the pickup window to me and handed yes. it to me yeah they, they they saw the order on the app yeah. and then so i i just think like and that's one of the things that sucks about the restaurant industry is because like if it's a to-go order like that and they'll just tip and it'll go to the person that carried it to them not the person that, that cooked it for them yeah well i mean like I used to be a big fan of like Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. And there were so many times when the owners would be scalping the the tips, like yeah. several times I can think of. Yeah. So you don't even know, especially if it's a mom, mom and pop thing, like the tip might not even go to the person making it. Like they right. might just be getting their whatever 250 an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and I, then you're tipping the owner of the of the restaurant who's not doing anything. I love tipping. I think when, when people give me good service and, and I have a pleasant time, like at a restaurant when I sat down and, and like they – like filled my water up they asked if i needed anything else like multiple times and and like we're accommodating of the things that i need i will 100 percent tip generously but like i agree that when it's like i think you're kind of coming at it from the whole like you're at somewhere where you were in there for like five minutes yeah yeah no i think you're right if, I, if i'm getting waited on yeah like because if, like if when, you're serving me like when we went to that brewery uh, all together that yeah. one day for, for lunch like they did that too where they were like they <clears throat> ran your card and then handed you the thing and like you had yeah. to fill out what you wanted to tip and all that cause, which, which is which is fine but like I and because that's where the technology is moving to but like when I'm at an ice cream place and they ask me for, for a 35% tip on my one scoop of gelato I'm going to be like no <laughs> like, I'm all set thank you thank you hey Here's a tip. Pay your employees. Yeah. (laughs) They should not be working for tips. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, I think there's there's situations. Well, some of the weird ones are like, um, like if you go like on a bus tour, you have to tip. And like, I've done that like a couple of times. It's like family. And it's kind of weird because it's like, you're tipping the guy who just talked the whole time, like not the driver or, or there are, um, I'm trying to think of other times that you tip like, Oh, like hotel staff. Like hotel those, staff. Those times oh, I, I'm, I'm fine with. Valet. But just the, here, I've just done the thing you could have done. Like, yeah. you could be a kiosk. <laughs> yeah. And you're asking me for a tip? Yeah. <laughs> what, what's, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. It's pretty fucked. Pretty And, like, that's 100% the right response is pay your employees enough. That way we don't have to see the screen ever again. <laughs> It's also the the concept of like you throw them a shekel, thank you, stable boy. Yeah. For look after my horse. Yeah, please here's here's some money. And that's also the thing. I would rather leave them cash on the table because that's not. It's like I don't think they get taxed on that. I yeah. That, so it's like depending on if it's their wages or. I mean, I'm not well, getting, I'm also, not an accountant, so I can't speak to. Well, it's exactly also like that, that goes, but most restaurants do the 1099, which is a different yeah. kind of tax form where you. Um, don't 
claim any of those but then like you're supposed to be paying none of that like none of those tips get taxed so but they're supposed to be paying taxes so then they make you pay a shit ton for your tax return which is also fucked so i mean i think there's a lot of a lot of ways where it can be really really messy well and the thing is like tips don't always have to be in cash right right like there's other things that could be tips like for instance a few of my favorites would be like you should smile more (laughs) and buy low sell high you are a stock guy. <laughs> how, and, did, um, how did the how did the uh, how did your stock run go for AMC? And- oh oh well, I mean this is this is old news at this point, but I, I ended up on I ended up coming in the positive with GameStop. I kind of hey. hopped out of it. You know, I had paper hands. I had diamond. I held it for like three months. Here's here's my big gripe with with really like the entire finance industry as far as like especially on like TikTok. Yeah. yeah, just people who are trying to do financial advice online, just in general. They try to make it, and I believe this, is, and again, of the whole industry, not just people trying to do online. Mm-hmm. They try to make it as difficult as possible, as inaccessible as possible, so you rely on them for information. Like, there's truly no need for the things. Oh, is there something outside that's... Oh, I'm just hearing things. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I thought my phone was playing music. Um, I heard it, too. But they, they're trying to make it as inaccessible as possible. So you have to ask them for help, right. essentially. Yeah. And so they're like, I mean, I see a ton of people like going like, oh yeah, like oh look, look, you could just look up what senators are investing in, and then like, they like won't post their losses, yeah. and and they're always trying to sell you some program at some point. It's just really frustrating, you know. This is why this is why I like podcasting because you just come in here and we don't we're not trying to sell you anything. No we, free ads. We, we will once we get advertisers, but for now, we're not trying to sell you anything. No free ads. Just just tune in every week. But that's all we want. You know, we'll 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 shove the subscribe button in your face as much as we can. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't that. cost you a dime. Hit that shit. I think that's what this is really the reason I wanted to do this podcast with you is just we have a good ass time. Yeah, you know, percent. And you have good takes, and I sometimes you know like to argue. So I feel like. <laughs> We can we can meet in the middle somewhere, hundred percent, hundred, and we can have a good show. Yeah, well, hopefully y'all enjoyed it. First of many to come of two of us shooting the shit up here. We enjoyed it. Hopefully you guys did too. Hit that subscribe button. Do what you do. What you want to do. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, new episodes every Monday. So peace. peace.